right, man. Let's hop into the DM, man. My name is Isaac, and I have my brother with me. Yo, Jerron, what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all, man? We uh, we gonna jump into a, a topic today. Uh, thin, so thin line between love and money. Mm, <laughs> so this is part one of this. Uh, this because we, we're gonna have a long talk about uh, love and and uh, and uh, some topics on money and everything. So uh, we want to make uh, make it clear that we will have a part two on this. You definitely can check these out uh, as soon as possible uh, when we release them on uh, all the platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, you got any shout outs this week? Uh, man, um, really the only true shout out besides this one I'm going to talk about that someone did slide into the deal. Yeah, okay. Uh, like I say, just always, you know, never be afraid to hit up Mr. Darko, uh, anybody in real estate, because never know what you can do until you ask, right? That's I mean, true. Easy as that. Yeah. Um, so Isaac, uh, I got two different cousins, you know, Drew, Drew Kemp. Drew Kemp, yeah. Um, Johnny Finley. Keep on hitting them up. You never know until you ask, right? True. Easy as that. Now, for the DM, this DM actually kind of helped us out on our topic. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Robbie hits us up and says, Hey, I need y'all to do an episode over the word or phrase, I love you. Okay. Crazy, right? Yeah, crazy. (laughs) Uh, And how it's taken lightly, and is it just a word or is there meaning behind it? That whole I love you, but I'm not in love with you difference. That is a good topic. It is. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, you want to kick that off? I'll let... So, you know what? I guess I'll, yeah, let me go ahead and okay, I'll let's, let you jump let, in. Let me, let, me give some, <laughs> let me give some definitions real fast here, and then, you know, we're going to just go from there. So, it's crazy. The definition of love is an intense feeling of deep affection. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and these are all nouns right now, okay? Oh, is this Google? This, this is Wikipedia. Okay. This, this is Google, Google right here. Okay. This is Google right here. Uh, a great interest and pleasure in something. Now the verb. The verb is feel deep affection for someone. Like or enjoy very much. Hmm. 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 Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Intense. Intense. <laughs> Intense. Now, we also had a, another conversation uh, about how Shakespeare, when he wrote out his plays and things of that nature, they all ended in tragedy. But they yeah. started with love. Right. Romeo and Juliet, Othello, Macbeth. And also, I just want to point out to everybody that this kind of does show I'm actually lightweight smart because I do know Shakespeare. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Othello was weird, though. I'm going to have to just yes. throw that out there. That was a weird story. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Now, with all that being said, though, my first question before we slide all the way into the topic is, how do you feel as a black man in these times of trying to court a young lady? How do you feel about the word love? Um, and I think, uh, not even I think, actually now, I, the way I feel about love has changed. Mm. Man, because mm. I've grown and I started understanding that love was not a... Uh, um, a <laughs> it was not a uh, precursor. Mm-hmm. It's an actual actionable word. Like it's it's not a a precursor. Like I, I love you, but it it became more. I love you, mm-hmm. like and this is why I love you and everything after that. So so I started to change my whole definition of what love was because mm-hmm. what I thought love was it looked different, and I found out I truly didn't know what the definition of that meant. Right, right. So I had to go and seek that for myself. So 
it, it totally changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, you yeah. had to kind of reevaluate what it I did. I did. And that happened based on things that happened to me. Right. right. So, <laughs> I understand. so you learned uh, sometimes by trial and error. But, uh, but yeah, but you learn. So my definition is totally different now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's, it's fair to say everybody has a, a way to define love for themselves. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's also going to be based off of past experiences. It is. Um, and I know we say we got to figure out the best way to get rid of baggage and truly push through it to mm-hmm. love a person. Um, but your foundation of where you come from and things of that nature, sometimes you have to deal with that before you really can realize how you're supposed to love somebody. That is true. Uh, and that, and that's not just um, like relationships with your spouse, but that's also friendships too because I know that um, – I've learned that everybody has different capacities of love based on what their past experiences were. Mm -hmm. And so um, I love you, but if you do something wrong, I'm out. You know, so it could be like love, but on circumstances. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, love on on hold. Right. Like, (laughs) or, you know, love, uh, but. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love you, but uh, if you do this, I'm, I'm not loving you no more. So you're making things like a contingent mm. a contingency love mm. like and so we got to really be careful with that because um and from from my from my biblical folks out here my christians like right. you know uh it you know god has no it's just no bounds for his love he's the one that created it you know so there's no contingency right cuz if there was we all be dead that's a fact <laughs> so yeah, yeah that's so, a fact yeah, so other than that, man, everybody has their different definitions. I know that the contingency love can hurt. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen a lot of situations with that, man. And, shoot, people don't. They don't come back from it. Right. it it's it's hard. Right. Yeah. Uh, even with parents. Yeah. You know, parents sure. do it too. Um, and sometimes they don't even know they're doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just how they were raised or how they were loved. And they're just passing it down until you actually – Find it for yourself, break the cycle, and you know, come up with your own definition of love, mm-hmm. uh, or not your own. Figuring out what love is and what that looks like to you, and what it means. To yeah, you. what it means to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, I'm glad that you touched on the, the parents. So, like for me, it took me a while, and you know, I'm not going to try to preach, but it took me a minute <laughs> to truly understand something. Um, so my pops, um, he grew up on the farm. Uh, I can honestly say for my 36 years of life, my pops has probably only hugged me three, three times. I could tell you all three times. I don't think it means he loves me any less, but that's just a way that he shows his love. Um, his love is in gift giving, um, a conversation out of nowhere. Um, always being there for you, things of that nature. And for me, I think that's passed down to how I treat women or how I have treated women. It's just saying like, hey, you know I'm here for you. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. I'm going to keep everything straight for us. But I lacked at so many different things. So now I can look at the word love and understand it. Like you said, it's more of an actual item. Love to me in the English dictionary or the Mucus dictionary now is saying, I should be able to be everything for you and more. Yeah. I no longer am selfish. I no longer think just about me first. It's do you need something? Yeah. What can I do for you today? Right. Because I know if we all have this love together, there's nothing that we can't accomplish together. There's nothing that we can't yeah. conquer. So when I tell you I love you, that means 
this is me. I'm here. I'm not going nowhere. And yeah. every single day I plan to show you that. And that to me, my friend, is that's what love is. Yeah. yeah. So it's what you said earlier to when we were talking about this is uh, agape. Yeah. Agape love is um um and everybody knows it, it seems like everybody knows what it is, mm-hmm. but the steps in between is where we lack, like the details of that. Exactly. Like how do I get to that love? And it's a process, you know, that's not overnight. Um, and I was actually talking to it with a, um, a friend of mine um, and her her best friend. And um, love is is there's steps to there's steps to it. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just get married and say, okay, well we're married now, right? <laughs> so like, and it's supposed to be the greatest marriage of all time. But no, there's work and love with that. And my th- my therapist even said like L O V. How you spell love? He say he always say W O R K. Mm-hmm. You don't ever say L O V because it's work to it. Mm-hmm. And and I thought about that. I was like, man, anything that you build, there's going to be work involved. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be work. There's always a process, too. And so, and you can't do it alone. So right. it's like, uh, but I think we fail to realize it's a process. So I fully yeah. agree, man. Yeah, you know, so. it's, I think you, you know me pretty well. I mean, I've been working at the same company for 15 years. And yep. the analogy I used to always tell people when I was in meetings is that, I want you to strive at being successful so hard like there's a tapeworm inside of you and it's so hungry that you have to keep feeding it success. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds horrible, but now I've had enough time to say to myself, I want my love for you to be so strong that every day I know I have to feed you differently. That's true. I have to constantly work on you 24-7 like I am 7 I have to be open every day of understanding that there's going to be moments of time where it's not going to look pretty, it's not going to look perfect. But because I told you and I gave you this devoted form of I love you, I'm here to work towards it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just one of those things. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, yeah, because I think that, you know, people, um, and, and we were talking about that, the vows too, mm-hmm. based upon that. And um, instead of ch- just changing that mindset of the vows, like, man, it's to death to us part, man. But there's, um, of course, there's, there's steps to even that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to love you. Not just for who you are now, but for the growth of you, mm-hmm. like going forward, because you're gonna change. And you know, as you get older, you get wiser, and you gotta understand that person for who they are at that season and seasons after that. So the intentionality just grows. Like you're gonna have to do some, do some work, and and we're in, it's gonna be more work involved in that. So, yeah, man. Um, I think um, did I give the verse? I don't think I gave it yet. So what you got? Uh. So of course in the Bible it's, it's First Corinthians thirteen one every pretty much everybody knows this verse but it says love is patient love is kind it does not envy it does not boast it's not proud it is not rude it's not self seeking it's not easily angered and it keeps no record of wrongs um, and I know the uh, the human in us just we we try to counteract counteract that mm-hmm. a lot um, just because of our human just human traits we. Sometimes we are uh, we let our emotions get get involved, but love um, truly is not something that's negative, right? Um, and I think when you look at it totally from a positive sense, that it can never like there's gonna be something that happens, mm-hmm. and you gotta understand that the happening is not the person; it's right. what's happening, and so and so that won't take away the love. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're talking about, the love contingency. It's not, you know, you don't want to have that type of feeling. But um, and especially when people say it, 
I notice I, I like to look into people's eyes when they say it. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's, it's some realness in that. Like, because you could tell, like, um, and ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Some people don't ask questions about that too, man. When, when, when somebody says they love you, man, test them on it. Test them. Test them in it because your life is on the line. That's, it's, it's important That's to it, know. Because I love you and I'm in love with you. It's totally two different things. Two different, bro. Like, I love you. I love you just enough for this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with you. Is like that's, that's some steps and action and work to that. And I, and I so. think there's a lot of there's a lot of young men out there who have probably and probably for myself too. Let me be let me just keep it a buck. Where at one point in my life, using that phrase was easy enough for me to oh, yeah. push forward to either. I mean, if we had to be honest, to you know, yeah, same, you, same way, same probably period. you know, probably become, <laughs> probably become a plumber. plumber you feel yeah. me? Uh, <laughs> trying to, to, you know, trying to, to get the gold. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean. To, uh, just trying to, know. or saying it just to get out of a situation, and you know, yeah. which is crazy because, like you said, the older we get, we tend to truly understand what that, what that defining moment is of us understanding what love is. You know that aha moment, you know, they said that a lot in business of when did you finally understand that idea was good, that aha mm-hmm. moment of yeah, knowing, true. yo, this is where I want to be. And I think for me, love is so dope in the sense of love will make you look at somebody and say, hey, this hair is a mess. This body is whatever. But you know what? It wouldn't even matter to me because I understand that the sense and this feeling that I have about you, it's, it's not no, it ain't kindergarten drawn. It's not puppy love high school drawn. It's I can build with you because I see something that's way more important. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Love. But let me ask you this too. Do you feel as if that, especially in this new era with social media, that I love you is used wrong or taken out of context? How about that? Man, I wouldn't say <laughs> it's funny. The social media, man, it can it can promote the negatives or negatives, but it can promote the positive or positives too. So it's kind of like I don't want to say you're taking that out of context. I just think it's a little bit more microwave ish, mm. um, mm. based on the fact that man, I, I'm looking at moments because mm-hmm. that's what social media is. It's just moments, mm-hmm. and so, but I'm not seeing what what work led up to those moments. I'm just seeing that. Mm-hmm. So I could easily get on there, man. I'm seeing uh, uh, my cousin, for example. She just got engaged, man. And dude, like, you know, I'm I'm happy for her. I'm excited for her because I know that she, you know, that's something something she's been searching out for. Uh, but at the same time, the work behind it. Like she's been spending years trying to build herself into being a woman that would be chosen. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. So you don't see the work behind it. And I think people get caught up in that, man. man. I, oh man, I see her get engaged. I want to get engaged, right? And so, um, and so the first person that tells me I love you, like, boom, you all in. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead of fact checking, and uh, and when I say fact checking, I mean like really getting to know who that person is and see and seeing how they love, because mm-hmm. their love might love might be beating you up. I don't know, right. you know, might, it could be anything, you mm-hmm. know. Um, love might be yelling at you. That, that's how that might be how they show love, and that might not be conducive to your life and right. add value to your life. So you got to be really mindful of what's behind their definition of love, or understand what their definition of love is. Mm-hmm. 
You know, oh, it's tied to. Yeah. I love that. I mean, for you saying microwave, that is so crazy because, you know, I got about three, four little light-skinned cousins, and I just be looking at them sometimes. I'm like, <laughs> boy, look at y'all out here just jumping from girl to girl, <laughs> not even caring, you know what I mean? Getting you a couple J's out of it and, you know, y'all on, on the gram or on, on Facebook taking pictures and then six months later it's a completely different one. But in your pictures you talking about love your bae and it's just like, come on, man. Like you can't continue to sustain a healthy relationship with yourself and these women if you feel like jumping from woman to woman is the best way to go. I um I forgot who told me this. It might have been one of my mentors at work, but. They worded it as our generation, well, the younger generation now, is so stuck in having everything so fast. Back mm-hmm. to your point of just the microwave vibe. Yeah. And they told me, they said, it's crazy if people really understood how long it took to bake a cake or a peach cobbler. And you sit there and you get out each ingredient and you measure X, Y, Z, and you do this and you whip it this way and you put this and you spray the pan. And and that's really what love is, is taking your time and looking at each ingredient and saying, this is why this is going to make this be perfect. perfect yeah. And I'm going to put you in the oven because I want to bake you to satisfaction, right? I want that golden brown. I want to be able to slice into you and it's just perfection. But when you microwave stuff at times, sometimes it's still a little bit too cold. Yeah, it's nasty. Cheese can Stick, be runny if you overdo sticky, it. Ugh. Greasy. You know what I mean? It's just like, and that was one of the dopest analogies I ever heard a woman or a man tell me, just say, hey, don't rush what you know that you really need. Yeah. So that's the other difference between love. Right now, these young cats, they want. Like, I want old girl because she got that fatty on her, right? I want old girl because she got this Coke bottle figure on her. You know, I want old girl because you whoop de whoop de whoop But after you get that want, what else you going to do with her? That's true. Uh, I was, I'm glad you said that, actually, because, yeah. uh, and, and, don't get me wrong, because I've been there, man, dating different women, trying to figure out which which is which is going to be which, you know, then, you know, you completely stop and you like, and then you find a person that you, you really want to be with. But uh, I heard uh, Yana Van Zandt, mm. she had said yeah. something I was watching this week, and uh, literally she said, man, dating all these women is pretty much a precursor, or dating all these men is pretty much a precursor to divorce, mm. uh, because you're, you're accustomed to getting to a relationship and you can walk away, get out of it at any point you can. So you, you pretty much training yourself for that. Right. And she said, there's, there's a lot of um, freedom in in the weight and, uh, and at least, you know, vetting, you know, vetting uh, early and figuring out those ingredients and seeing if they work before you even try to bake, you know, put the cake in the oven. Like you want to literally see if this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and not taking it that far. It's like you take it and you're now your girlfriend, boyfriend, and you break up. It's like, man, literally like vetting and getting to know that person and, you know, getting all those ingredients before you put that cake in the oven is vital. But not doing it with a lot because mm-hmm. now you get to the point where you just, you're accustomed to that and then you use that in your marriage and then you leave. You know, just you do it just like you work with somebody that you're not married to. So it's like, you just condition yourself for that. Oh, bro, I, I fully yeah. agree. It's, yeah. it's crazy because, like, you can get on any social media platform. You can start following one or two different people, and you look at them, and it changes, like, every changes. six <laughs> yeah. months. And you just like, hold up. 
you out here dropping spiritual scriptures every Sunday saying how great God is and what you're working through. But yet and still, when you finally seen something that, quote unquote, fitted this mode, mold of what you wanted, you jumped on it. Yeah. Instead of working through the process of saying, is this who I really need to be with? Is this the right ingredient that mixes well with me to where I know everything is going to be great? And you keep jumping from ingredient to ingredient to ingredient to ingredient. And you're not realizing that you're not making that cake bad or great. You're just making it trash. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever just seen a cake that was just a little bit too sweet? And you was like, nah, 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 nah. Little boy, so I'm getting the sugars from this. I can't be on that. You know what I mean? Or (laughs) if you ever just took a little bite of something, he's like... That's a little bitter. I can't mm-mm. Yeah. Mm, like that. Yeah. Because you know what? You rushed it and you thought this was good. Yeah, you put too much nutmeg in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too much put, zest, put in, zest you know in there. Mean? <laughs> too much cinnamon. Yeah, so it's it's crazy it that up. you say that. But every social media platform you can just look at it and you just be looking at these these young young women and men and just like, bro, just give it a second. You okay? Yeah. Now do you now do you think that and this is this is a question coming from somebody that was talking to on Facebook. Yeah. Um, because we we everybody has seen like their own surroundings, mm-hmm. me included. Like, I knew the basis of love because I saw it in my grandparents, you know, or the success of a marriage. I saw it in my grandparents, mm-hmm. not necessarily my own parents, but um, that's all I had to see. And I've I've heard uh, different people say, man, you know, I've never seen a successful marriage. I've never seen somebody happy in a marriage. And then I had to think about it, like, well, dang, like, if your sample size was only like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's this, big. only yeah. that small, like, mm-hmm. you really couldn't see. There was no way you could actually see somebody uh, being happy in a marriage. Because I know when I started seeking it, like, now I was like, oh man, there's couples. There are couples, you know, that that are genuinely happy, great marriages and everything. It's just. And they always tell me the same thing, like, this work, man, it's this, this, and that. And I was like, man, uh, but it would have to be in order to, you know, have those type of numbers and right. stuff like that. And I think about, like, when you're having a company, man, companies take, what, years to mm-hmm. to get to the point where they're just profiting. Mm-hmm. You had to build that up. And so, um, and for you, like, is that, um, did you have a extreme sample size of great marriages or... Like what was what did that look like? As All far right. as love goes, as far as love goes, no, like you no, seen that, no, bro. It's, that's a great question. Yeah, and, and this should show it to everybody like how how easy going our conversations be because we didn't even talk about this. So on some everything, it was my sample size was on. It was really on ten because on on both the burdon and the muke side of my family, there are long term relationships throughout. You know what I mean? And for me, just for my you know, immediate family, they got a divorce when I was 17. But I think when they got a divorce, it showed me, it showed me what hurt was in love. Yeah. It showed me how love can be dangerous. It showed me how love can be extremely hurtful. Um, But the sample size of what, knowing what love truly is, I think I look at my uncle, uh, my uncle Ken and my aunt Linda, like they've been together Um, ever since. yeah. 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 yeah, they've been together ever since, damn, I think after they got out of college, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And to see that, I think I can strive towards that because, you know, like for me, my Uncle Ken used to wake me up 
come pick me up for Sunday school, you know, took me places with them, vacation, not saying my pops didn't do any of that. Yeah. It was just a different different level, a different vibe because everything with them was in a family. It was just family oriented, right? Yeah. So I could see how he loved my auntie because anybody who knows Burdines, yo, we wild. You know what I mean? Like when it come to when it come to liquor, yeah, you you don't want to miss a Burdine party. It's gonna be lit. You know what I mean? And um, with all that being said. My Uncle Ken is the exact opposite. He's Mr. Relax, Reserve, not even worried about that. But you see how easily he still meshed with my auntie. And that's really what love is, is understanding that no matter good, bad, or indifferent, I can still, we can still find a way to work together, still be a great couple, still love each other, still pass that love on along to the kids, to everybody else to see. So it was, it was one, of the, one of the gems I was able to take out of my childhood. What about yourself? Besides your grandparents. Yeah, besides my grandparents, man, it was uh uh really it was a couple of couples at uh at my church at the time. Um the Browns, man, uh very successful um like the T V show Browns? Nah, it's okay, Mr. okay. Mr. Brown. I thought you knew somebody Mrs. famous. Brown. I was like, oh man, nah, Mr. Right Mr. Right Mr. Brown. Boy right here. Man, but I loved him because man, their 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 marriage was so good, man, and uh and he just taught me about meekness because, you know, there's some battles you just don't take, man. And he was, and she just knew when to be patient, when to be quiet, when to be vocal. When to, and he just had that down packed. But he said it took him so long to get to that point. Like, he had to work through that, like, and, and figure out who his wife was and, and how to how to manage those things. And even when he got to that point, he had to keep learning. And, you know, so he would say that all the time, man. And, uh, you know, so I was... I was uh it was just good for me to see that. Like I was I was glad I could see something like that. Um and be able to ask questions around that. Um but yeah, that that was that was that was one instance, man. Uh it's funny, man, because we got a question. Oh, okay. I'm hype. I'm <laughs> so, hype. What's up? I mean, this, 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 this on the a spot. Few, a few different questions, man, yeah. uh which is huge. Um is that how do you know when to stop waiting? Ooh. Which Ooh. is yeah that Ooh, that was a that's a tough one that's heavy that's heavy um and I should say I sh- I probably sh- probably need a little bit more context on that too like um because I know that um waiting is uh f- for the man yeah for the man um and anybody y'all can challenge me on this y'all can comment I'll post something y'all can comment on the show if you want to but for the man like. Uh, I think God has really uh, conditioned the man to be uh, in full preparation before the woman actually comes into play, mm. and so the waiting really is 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 not about the uh, it's really not about the woman in, in my opinion because um, you have to choose that woman, mm-hmm. so you you can determine that way in some in some respect. Uh, what God told Adam to do was to name the animals and to you know, tend to the garden. Mm-hmm. So he gave him a job. So as long as you're, you're working and you're following that purpose, he gave him purpose. That was his purpose. And after that point, then all of a sudden Eve came into play. He knew that man cannot be alone. He put Eve into play after he gave him that purpose. So to me, if you feel like um, you're establishing, I'm not talking about career. I'm not talking, I'm talking about like, you feel like that you're in the zone of what you need, where you need to be at that moment. Then the waiting it stops. 
Um, and you can seek that person. And sometimes I know the ingredients might not look like what we want them to look like. And that's the hard part. Exactly. Because uh, the woman, you know, the person I'm with now, it doesn't look like what I thought I was supposed to have. Mm-hmm. And you have to, sometimes you just got to, you got to understand that this isn't the ingredients. And right. they're great ingredients. I just didn't know that they would look like this. But when I put them together, they made the best cake. Exactly. Ever. Mm-hmm. So like looking at that standpoint. So that that was that's my take on the weight. Yeah. So um, I mean So for your boy, I I'm gonna piggyback off of purpose. So for okay. me if you can see that this individual that you are with helps your purpose out, I think that's the direction that you're going into mm-hmm. where the weight Good point. Needs to be okay. Let's talk about our time frame. Yeah. Not that I'm trying to rush you, but we need to have this conversation of where we plan to go because I feel like together as a team, our purpose is going to be. They're going to align. Yeah. They're going to align. So if you want to, if you want to open up a new salon or a new whatever, you need me there. Bet that aligns with me because now I see you not only as my love, my friend, my companion, but you're my business partner. Yeah, you're my everything because you're creating this whole different level of purpose for me. Mm. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah. This is the second question. It says, okay. "How do you know when you found something good and need to stick with it instead of looking for better ingredients?" Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. So my rebuttal on that, <laughs> man, it's <laughs> a cool that's one. A um. Stick sticking with something is a choice, mm-hmm. but understanding that uh, the peace in that choice, because that that is something that you you can't make that up. Mm-hmm. If there's any confusion, if there's something like just this ain't been working right, you know, I'm telling you, like the peace in it. I mean, if you flowing it too easy, because most people question when it's easy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it's easy, that's actually a good thing. Hey, it actually like, is. Like, that's peace mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm easing into it. There's no, like, there's, there's nothing holding me back except for my own human emotion. Now, that could be holding me back. But, man, when it's peaceful, man, I can I can feel like I can stick with these ingredients mm-hmm. and make the best cake possible. Mm-hmm. I like I, it. If I go outside of that, man, I'm like, uh, well, you know, I don't know. Maybe I can look for some more ingredients. And you'll continue to be looking for a long time <laughs> to get that right mixture. Because at some point, you're going to have to choose the right the right ingredients. So, yeah. So, I mean, for your boy, I'll say this. So, uh, anybody who knows me, they probably also know about my pops and, you know, the restaurant and things that we used to cater and things of that nature. So, uh, I would say... We're we're right we're right where when he first taught me how to cook barbecue mm. when I was younger, he always used to tell me, "I need you to understand what type of ingredients you need for us to make this base or this sauce that we constantly made for for ages or he's made for ages." So I understand what ingredients I'm gonna start with. Yeah. Now the way that you cook the meat, the way that you prepare the meat. The way that you align your schedule and understand your purpose of how long you need to be out there. Yeah. That's going to vary. Yeah. But that's going to vary on how you get your fire hot. That's going to vary on how much of the base you put on it. That's going to vary on X, Y, Z. So for me, it's understanding that 
you know what your main ingredients are always going to be. Never yeah. be afraid to step outside the box. But if you know what you are used to, you don't have to stray too far away. No. Because little boy said you can add a little salt and pepper, anything to make it taste a little bit better. Yeah, I'm just sticking to the main ingredient. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you know that your main ingredients that don't create red flags for you is somebody who is on time, who texts you, um, find a way to compliment you in the way that you've been needing, that you've been missing. Yeah, Showing. Respond. Yeah. Affection. Uh, add value. That's a big one. To yeah. me, you add value early. That's a, that's a huge. If those are your main ingredients. Man, yeah. And then they start showing you some different ways to cook that. Oh. Yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop looking. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it follows right into this, this last question. It's uh, how do you refine yourself enough to know what you should be looking for and be mature enough to search for that? Because, I mean, mm. I, I'm going to get my background on that. So, um, just real quick. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I know that what I wanted, what I wanted in a woman changed because I started to look at myself and where my development was. And so the more I developed and the more I started to learn things and understand um, what love meant, what marriage truly meant, stuff like that, then that's what I started seeking for. Those are the basis. Like this girl loves God. Mm-hmm. She understands who he is. She has her own individual relationship with with him. I have my own individual relationship with him. Like those are like some of the things we connect on. But I held to those ingredients. Right. Period. And I was like, okay, then everything else could start coming into play too as well. Um and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and there's attractive, you know, attractiveness, uh, which we probably will get into an episode about that oh, yes. as well. Yes. Yes, yes, Attraction is a component in that, of course. Um, but it's like, man, those are kind of, I still stick to the main ingredients. Because, mm-hmm. man, um, and you just being attracted, that just icing on cake at that point. Um, but sticking to those main ingredients. So I had to re- refine myself in order to know really what I am searching for and what I need. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to what I really, really wanted, what I really needed. So I, I had to change that that outlook. Yeah. I see you. Um, man, so I'm going to try to be super quick. I hope the producers don't get mad at me. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to hit you with the analogy from back in the day, the summer league analogy. You remember my. Yep. So my summer league analogy is just to show you how bad I was, what my thought process was and how I finally was able to change that. So my summer league analogy was, yo, any of us who are ever hooped. Summertime, right? You go out there to play on a summer league team so you can get better. You're playing up against different competition. But every time before you play, they always used to show, make you go through a physical, which for us, for the woman, physical is my attraction towards you, how I like you, with your body style. Whoop doo, whoop doo, whoop. Uh, can you play? Are you able to be out there with me on the scene? Yeah. Are you comfortable with me? You feel me? <laughs> or can we be on the same team, right? Yeah. Then three was, can I coach you? Ooh, mm. now, ladies, when I say coach you, I meant that in a nice way of saying, were you able to understand and listen to some of the things that I have to say that you feedback? Let's say it that way. Feedback. Yeah. Then finally, any game that you play, there's always a championship. So for a woman, the championship is that wedding ring, right? 
can I get this rock? Can I get this frozen thing on my finger that's going to mean that you're going to be with me forever? Yeah, everybody right? want to be chose. Every girl everybody want to be chose. And in reality, are you really to step up and play in that final game to get that? Yeah. And I think I, my maturity never got me to that game. Because I was so focused on everything else about how good they played or how how well was a physical test or did they get upset at this coachable moment? You feel me? Like it was, I was trash at that. Then I finally grew up and I started changing that analogy to say, I want a partner. I want a business partner. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to go to a retail shop and say, babe, what can we do to make this better? Yeah. You know, and that ingredient that I was missing was my maturity finally seeing that man I gotta I can't worry about how good your frame look or or if you can hit this 15 foot jumper or are you gonna disrespect Tyrone trying to get at you from the other (laughs) sideline trying to holler at you no no I need to worry about when we're in this building and we're in this foundation called love together are you willing to grow with me are you willing to expand this business? Are you willing to make this Muke's name be so strong? Because now it's no longer just me, it's you. Yep. But let me stop on my start. Yeah, so, man, we, 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 we got part two of this. So, guys, and we'll, we'll actually touch on a little bit more of the love, and then we'll hop into the money part of that. Yes, sir. And so, uh, man, we want to thank y'all again. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, share. Do whatever you need to do to get this out. Uh, and we're going to continue to bring um, crazy content um, uh, that you guys uh, tell us and also content that we have ourselves. So, man, we love you guys. We'll see you on part two. Woo woo. Hey, woo. y'all be good.